0: You, you you go down without, yeah, yeah. Go, I drive Rose down in, in that East. yeah. That <laughs> doo man has done mileage, boss. <laughs> the places I've been with that car, man, it's uh, it's it was a tough one. Uh, and she brought along Pastor M, Pastor Tosh, and a few other pastors. It was a convoy of pastors, oh, and myself and Rose w- went to Konza because Rose said so, and uh. Couldn't close a deal on anything on that particular day, Mm. so I went. Why? Why why couldn't you close? What was happening? What was the? So we found we looked at some in Chumbi, Mm -hmm. uh, Makutano Junction. Uh There were half acres, and uh, the pastors jumped on them before I had the chance to say Ngoy. (laughs) Uh, And then when we got to Konza, what they were selling was really huge. It needed many of us to get together. Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, so we all left saying, let's see how we can do that. But no, I never followed up. Uh, None of the pastors ever followed, at least not with me. Maybe I was left out, I Mm. don't know. Uh, So I spent the next three weeks driving there every other day, literally, 60 kilometers one way, uh, randomly stopping Masai's, driving into their homesteads and asking if they would sell me some land
1: what so this was your sales but now from a buyer's perspective
0: yeah i was back total strangers door knocking in a toyota east in in the savannah grasslands
1: okay so okay now you've got to talk about this experience because that's insane because now this becomes uh you looking for property for you to buy and hold but then in kenya
0: yes because we we wanted our savings in something a bit more aggressive from a returns perspective than the bank was offering so what so what did that look like, engaging with those different people? Uh, it was more of the same. Psych- human psychology is the same, whether you're in Houston, Texas, or Konza. Mm. Uh, human beings are the same. You smile, you make eye contact, mm. uh, be assertive, be confident, be friendly. Uh, I ate so many Ugali and Sukumawiki Dishes in manyatas. Hold on, so these guys were looking to sell? Yeah, so many were willing to sell. Because, you know, the Masai is on the Konza side, Kajiado side of Konza, particularly, uh, sitting on three hundreds of acres, hundreds or thousands of acres mm. per family. Mm. You know, so for them to sell off, you know, a 10-acre chunk is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, for them, it's, it's like the plot of land that would have fed a goat. Yeah. Uh, and they have plenty left. So, They were very willing. The challenge was finding one in the right price and the right size. Remember, we only had 150,000 bobs in savings. The smallest piece of land I found available was 15 acres. Uh, The rest were 50 acres and multiples of Mm. of 50 acres, because that's just how Masai's rule. Mm. Uh, And they were asking uh, 300,000 shillings per acre. Uh So for this fifteen acre, the smallest one, cheapest one I had found, I needed four point five million shillings to buy. And what were you looking at the return being on that? I had no idea. So the point was to hold it long term and see what happens with the market, and we flog for a profit later. Maybe it pays one of the kids school fees, or potentially covers a portion of our retirement at some point in the future.
1: Okay, so you weren't you. This was um,
0: long term. Yeah, long term investment. You weren't in looking market. at. At the, what do you call this thing? Uh, the border border. You're giving it two years. No, no, no. This was long term land banking, long term wealth building, diversify the portfolio, hold some land. Okay. Uh, I'd seen my mom do that. It worked out well for the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard stories from everyone in the show. No Kenyan doesn't hear that story or yeah. hasn't heard the story. So it was a no brainer. We just need to be able to mm. buy it. So Even this 150,000 shillings that you had as
1: savings, it was long term savings, it was savings that you had sort of had a we're not touching this anytime soon, and leaving it here has given us rubbish. Well, return. yeah, I
0: think the the idea was we're saving okay, and we it just happened to be 150k was sitting in the bank. Either okay. we leave it there until something comes up, then we 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 spend. Uh, we spend it on, yeah, or we buy land and, and, and make an early investment in a place that's going to do some nice things in the future, okay. So, so that was the idea. So 300k an acre, 15 acres minimum is what you've got. Yep. you need 4.5. 4.5, million. 5, yeah. And the Maasai, Mzee Daniel Ole Sian was the name, uh, gave me 24 hours to raise sorry, 48 hours to raise the deposit of 1 million bobs, or he would sell to someone else who had made a higher offer
1: oh oh hold on so he was willing to sell it to you cheaper than so that same that culture is with us that culture of it's not just about the same culture of the border border yes you see yeah so what was it about you do you feel that he was like he like must have liked you
0: yes i think he did because later on he ended up inviting us to his home in yahuru for lunch one christmas which my family and i went what? Uh, yeah, he was a very nice gentleman, uh, one of the few highly educated Masai's from the area. He was a government doctor mm. who had been posted in Yaoruru back in the day. He fell in love with a lady there, married her, she was from there, so he stayed there. Uh, had three sons whom he was now handing over his, I think it was 300 acres in Konza to. Uh, to do that, he had to subdivide it amongst the three sons. So you're selling me the 15 acres to raise the capital he needed to subdivide and set his sons up.
1: So just from a historical perspective, because I know, and for more information on this, they can go to the Goshen Acquisitions uh, YouTube channel. Solomon does a lot, a lot of land, uh, um, buying and selling of land in education on that channel. There are over a hundred videos there, definitely worth checking out. So. Um, anyway, let's first let's first continue the story. So, so you need four point five million bob's. Yep. You've got a hundred thousand Kenyan shillings. One hundred fifty. Yep. You've got forty eight hours to raise
0: one million, million bob's. Bombs. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh So, this particular night after we had made terms, I drove back to Nairobi and we had Bible study that evening. <laughs> uh, my car was muddy, covered in caked mud, top to bottom. Mm. Uh, and you had gone for this thing alone. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd go by myself. I'd drop Aika off to work and dash to Konza. Uh, come back in time to pick her, go to go to Bible study. And at Bible study, everyone was like, Hey, so low, your car is dirty. Are you in Konza again? It's like, yeah. Have you found anything? Boss, you've been going like every other day. When is it going to end? It's like, until I find what I need. How much money do you have to spend? 150. Have you found anything? Yeah, but I need 4.5 mics. The guy has given me one uh, 48 hours to raise a million bobs in deposit, or he'll sell to a guy who's made him a higher offer. But out of principle, he'll, he will wait until the 48 hours are up before he takes the other offer. And they said, I, what will you do? And I, I remember saying, I don't know. That's God's problem. <laughs> That's God's problem. I've done I my is, bit. I've done my bit. I just... I've gone by faith, uh, I know I'm on the right track, and out of nowhere, one of them, I forget which one it was, said, again, these are the family I got ab- adopted into, my, my sister's friends, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, from Bible study, I joined the Bible study group. One of them said, ah, solo, man, I wish I could help you. I have 300K in my savings, I can give it to you, you changa with yours, and at least it gets you closer. Then when you're done, when you sell what you don't want to keep, just give me back my 300K. Is that okay? I was like, wow, that's really generous of you, man. Thank you. Uh, the next couple was like, as guys after 350, you can have that one. <laughs> next couple, hey, we have 250, we'll give you. Uh, like, what? Just like that, I had over a million bobby <laughs> pledged. Uh, so I literally spent the next day driving to guys' houses and ho- offices. Collecting cash. Collecting cash, man. Because this guy wanted cash. Yeah, these guys don't roll with checks, (laughs) cash money. So I excitedly called the Maasai uh, and said, I have the million bobs. You can come to Nairobi tomorrow. Let's meet at the lawyer's office. Bring your sons to witness Mm. the sale agreement. Make sure everyone's in agreement. And he did.
1: He came with. So pain. okay, that's a huge thing that you've brought up. This guy was going to subdivide, uh, subdivide the land to his sons. Yeah. So it was very important that you have the family members.
0: A million percent. I never, I never buy land unless everyone in the family is aware that is of adult age. Ooh. Yeah. Anyone eighteen and over. It doesn't matter how many they are. If they're ladies or guys, doesn't matter. If the guy has multiple wives, which is common with the Maasai community. All wives have to co sign and, and, and do affidavits, spousal consents. Those are actually a requirement by law today. Mm. After 2010, uh, anyone selling land that they own personally has to get spousal consent, mm-hmm. uh, or else the transaction could be challenged and potentially annulled after the fact. So you already sort of knew this in the mind that you don't want drama with the kids. Uh, so this was, yeah. You did this before? Well, the constitution had just been promulgated in 2010, but uh, the the regulations had not been set up yet. Mm. For me, it was just instinctive. I do not want any drama. If Mze Tapasian is selling, let all the family members be in agreement. Mm. And his younger brother, uh, Mze James Tapasian, uh, who was actually the agent who put me onto the deal, also came to Mm. witness for his brother. So I felt relatively safe all the necessary members of the family were aware mm. had and you, had consented.
1: At this time, had you done your due diligence? Is there a way to do due diligence with, with this Maasai community to free, to figure out who the mother title is on?
0: Yeah, so with that area, uh, there, was, there wasn't really such a thing as a mother title because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them were adjudicated parcels of land. That means the government of Kenya owned public land which is then allocated to in, uh, native inhabitants of the area, mm-hmm. they did a head count, decided how much each family should get, then the the land is subdivided
1: by the community amongst yes, themselves. Amongst themselves. So within, the community, are generated, within yeah. the community they know. Within the community they know. Absolutely, yeah. they
0: know hey, shambaya. Yes, it's easy. Ole, and then, ole. Ole Tapasia <laughs> wapi, ah, ni pale, ukifika pale kwa mtu, uh, and, you know, Maasai's uh, are generally very solid with, uh, with spatial orientation. Mm. They know whose land is whose, mm. um, and so it's easy. Now, remember, I'd been traversing there for three weeks, asking questions, talking to guys. So I had already gotten a good feel mm-hmm. for whose land is where who is generally known to be the owner of the land. Which is due diligence.
1: Absolutely. So due diligence means more than just going to the government agencies and checking out,
0: do the site visit. (laughs) There's things you learn in the site visit that cannot be generated in a government search. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, you just have to get on the ground, uh, especially if you're dealing with unknown parties uh, and there's no accountability measures uh, beyond uh beyond your own investigation you have to get on the ground
1: okay yeah so this guy comes his three sons come you have a
0: lawyer involved that's what, which is which is very important absolutely yeah uh, At this point andrew ranja was introduced to me by one of my sisters i think from mavuno he yeah. was also in fact exactly that sounds like a whole bunch of mavuno <laughs> yes yeah mavuno was strong man mm. uh, huge economy by itself <laughs> uh so we met at andrew ranja's office and signed the sale agreement. And who is cash. the land being transferred to? As Is there a registered company that you formed? No, at that point it was just me, Solomon. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it, it was we're just buying land to keep our savings, remember? Ah, yes, yes, It just so happened that I had to buy way more land than I could afford. Hmm. Because that was the smallest available. Masais mm-hmm. were not willing to deal with smaller parcels. I get it. And so that's why the Life Group guys gave me their money. So I could afford to buy it. I would sell off the excess and give them back their money.
1: But hold on, you've only bought worth, so this thing, you you give the guy how much? One point something million bobs. I gave him exactly one million bobs. Which is $10,000, but that's now, but I don't know then, maybe it was cheaper, but still yeah. one million bob, You have a
0: three point. 3.5 uh, to him remaining, plus his brother, who was the agent, required another uh, six hundred one. dollars uh, how much is it? 108000 For the connection? Yes. Ooh. As as a, as a brokerage fee, yes, as an agent fee, which I didn't mind because it was his brother and everyone was aware. Mm. Where I have issues paying agents' commission is when the seller is unaware, uh, because very often they will they will bloat the price, collect the money, give the seller one sum and keep the, the difference,
1: uh-huh. uh,
0: which is no bueno, mm-hmm. no good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that. Even licensed agents don't earn that sort of commission. Mm. 6% is a standard mm. commission and it's documented. so every seller pays. is aware, yes, buyer is seller aware, is an agreement. The, 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 and, and he must... And usually the commission is supposed to be paid by the seller. Uh-huh. It just so happens that Mr. Uh, tapasian was not interested in paying his brother for helping him out, and that was the understanding. The brother would not ask his brother for a commission, yeah. so he asked me to pay him a commission for his efforts. And, and were, my, you were aware, he, yeah. he had done his job. Yeah, and everyone was there. It was part of the sale agreement, so uh, and uh, completely transparent. So. I I get home, I was so excited, I called Rose, my new mentor, and I said, Rose, guess what, I got my first sale agreement, 15 acres in Konza, I just paid a million bobs, Ah, she was so happy, she was celebrating with me, and I told her, now the thing is, I I, I need to raise 3.608 million bobs in 90 days. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Thank God it's not 48 hours, man. No, (laughs) yeah, we got 90 days, which is a standard period, by LSK conditions of sale mm. it could be less it could be more it's just both parties have to agree whatever mm. that period is uh, 90 days is recommended especially when you have to subdivide because mm. it takes time mm. there are several steps to go through and so 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 once you give him it's just an agreement you have no title no nothing no we had his mother title oh
1: he gives you the mother title at like that
0: he surrendered it to the lawyer uh-huh yeah the lawyer holds it in custody because the title is for like 300 plus acres. Yes. Uh, at the appropriate point of time, the surveyor will collect the original title from the lawyer, sign out for it, because in case it gets lost, you know who is accountable. Mm. Yeah, and then they surrender it to the government of Kenya when they register the new subdivision scheme. It gets defaced and put in file, and they produce new titles for the new parcels. Whoa, subdivided. so this guy
1: left you the title of three...
0: Not me, he left it with a lawyer. Yeah, of how many acres? Three
1: hundred
0: Over 300 acres.
1: Which is worth
0: a lot. Yes, uh, 300k per acre, that's a clean... 9M? Uh, nine bo- nine no, that's 90 million pounds.
1: 90M? Mm. Whoa. Yeah. So what gives him... I mean, what would make him leave that kind of... Uh,
0: I mean it was with the lawyer it wasn't with me so you know there's safety there because the He's lawyer His lawyer. lawyer or your lawyer so we happen to share the lawyer okay yeah mr ranja acted for both parties Uh-huh. Um, so it, it was easy for him to trust the process i was just confirming it's 90 uh, 90 million bobs yeah so uh um, okay yeah so that's how we, we initiated uh, the transaction and when i told rose and I, I asked her, I, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to raise the balance in the, in the given time frame. She said, uh, that's easy. Uh, what you should do, because I always, remember I also came I wanted to buy, but I can't afford a whole acre on my own. Yeah, I don't have that kind of cash unless I'm gi- being given a long payment period mm. to make monthly installments. Since that's not the case, why don't you sell me a quarter of an acre? And I told her, well, I would love to, but this area is restricted. You cannot subdivide lower than an acre.
1: So how do you found that information? Through your... Uh,
0: through uh, through the surveyor who had done our DD for us and also through the Ministry of Lands when I went to do search, I inquired. So you had done even search on this land? No, no, I you never pay unless you've done a search. Okay, so once he told
1: you... Uh, Okay, but it, but you when did you do it? Because you've got forty-eight hours. When have you
0: done all of this? The stuff? next day, so uh, the day after my 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 friends pledged their money. Yeah. And I, the day I spent driving around. Yeah. The lawyer was doing the search.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Fully understood that. Oh, this is crazy. So, yeah. so there's fifteen acres that you guys are getting. So far, how much has been pledged? One point one m. So you. One m. Yeah. So continue this story.
0: Yeah, so when Rose suggested that she can buy a quarter acre, I informed her that I can't subdivide smaller than an acre at this time because the government was very strict with subdivisions around Konza Techno City. Mm. Uh, In fact, they were proposing to make a 10-kilometer buffer zone around the city that could not be touched for some time. Mm. That was under a moratorium for all transactions. Moratorium meaning? Freezing of all transactions, Mm. whether subdivisions or master planning, or, or change of use. Mm. Because they were still working on the Konza Techno TechnoCity's master plan. Uh-huh. So, and I didn't want to start off the process doing illegal things, mm. right? So, what I said to her, I can only do one acre minimum. She said, okay, fine. I'll talk to my three sisters. They can also buy quarters. Put all our four names on the title deed for an acre. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so how much will you sell me a quarter for? So, I told her, well, how much would you pay? Like, well, I know some guys are selling at 180, 200 for, for eighths or quarters. And I, I said to her, Would it be unreasonable if I asked for 199K for a quarter subdivided in, in an acre? So that means it's 798K for an acre. And she said, Ah, that's perfect. I can afford that. Sour, put me down <laughs> for the first acre. She sent me her money the next day. Has so, has plus her sisters or just has? Hers and then her sister sent theirs after. <laughs> uh, so so that's one. Okay, eight hundred k raised. Yes, seven ninety eight k raised. Uh-huh. Uh, then she says, "Do you have a small write up? Uh, send me a small description on email. I want to share with some of my lady friends from church, and then we see if they're interested." So I did, and over the next uh, fourteen days, I sold uh, sixteen quarter acres at that price. Four acres worth of quarter acres for seven ninety-eight k per acre.
1: So you were saying, okay, let's say, let's let me put it at eight hundred k, just yeah. cause so I can understand this math. You sold how many acres? Four. So four, four, 800 times four. So three, point two, two. Uh? three point two. Three point two m. Yeah. Plus you've already gotten a one point one m from yeah. your
0: life. Group. So now I have a balance of about three hundred and something k. <laughs> Four, 14 days later. Remember I had 90 days to raise a balance.
1: And you had 15 acres of land that you were buying?
0: Yes. Yes. And I was very transparent with, uh, w- with Rose about it. Uh, but she, she also he- helped me understand that, you know, when you subdivide land, and this is something I in, you know understood from the business, mm. subdivided land is more expensive per unit. Mm. Because of the work that goes into planning, subdividing, legal fees, mm. your marketing, your, your, your site visit expenses, you have to work all that in and ideally sell at a profit for more without overpricing. Uh-huh. And the market controls that. You know, if it's overpriced, the market won't buy. Prices are always set by the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, the market was already higher than that mm-hmm. for, for quarter acres. I just how much was to, a quarter
1: going for the market at that time?
0: I had actually looked at looked at someone. I was scouting for 250. I would actually paid a deposit for one. I paid 50% deposit for one uh, quarter acre at 250. Quarter at 250. Yeah, 2 250, and I pulled out because when I asked questions about how far along they were in the process, it would be came very clear to me they had no idea what they were doing Uh ah so what did they give give you back your money yeah yeah they they refunded me immediately Mm.
1: who did you who did you okay you don't have to maybe that's let's forget that so you have this 3.2 million bobs
0: yeah what's next so i mean i I made payments uh to the maasai uh full paid down no i kept some to pay the surveyor for the subdivision work the Mm -hmm. titling work and so on um in the meantime. And what do those expenses normally look like? Um, it'll depend today on the county you're in because each county has a different schedule for each parcel you're creating mm. and also depending on the user. Uh, uh, back then it was nominal. The surveyor cost us about 300k uh, total. The government fees to register the new titles was. Uh, Call it 1500 bobs per title, mm. including the new title. Yeah, so that's 1500 bobs times uh, how many blocks did we end up with? We ended up with about uh, 12, 13 blocks after access roads were accounted for. So, I mean, it's, a very, it's a very nominal. Yeah. In fact, you spend more on site visits than you do on government fees. Mm you spend more on the fuel to visit the government offices (laughs) than you do on the government fees. Um, And uh, over the next probably uh, 12 months after we were selling little by little, uh, every time the government of Kenya, which at the time was very good at marketing Konza Techno City, Mm Uh, I credit that to Bitangen and demo, yes, and his excellent management of that process. Every time there were ads and features on TV, interest would spike, and people would call, Are you the guy who sold to Rose or so and so and whatever? I want one. do you have any any left? Yes, and they would buy and then thirteen months after we had signed the sale agreement, President Kibaki broke ground uh everyone in the show show came looking. <laughs> So now people would come and start calling you? Yes, uh, people would call, brokers would call because they knew I had bought and subdivided. Yeah. Because a lot of the land there were in big chunks, mm. which a lot of people can't afford. What? So if you had subdivided parcels, it was easy. People would find you.
1: Yeah, because they want the quarter. They yeah, want because the... they can afford the smaller. So that breaking ground, what kind of returns are we talking about? Uh, we did... Uh...